are elite. For everything you need to know about Mercedes Monet's AEW debut, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. How did Goldberg change WWE's plans for The Fiend? Bray Wyatt fans may want to sit down before hearing this morning's podcast. You have been warned. And what golden rule did Drew McIntyre break at WrestleMania 36? For Wednesday, April the 8th, 2020, this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News. Two men who could not be any different. Shoulder up, he kicked out. Can Goldberg you? from out of nowhere with a spear. Goldberg and another, another spear. Another. Goldberg with two spears to the fiend. He survived the mandible claw. Goldberg back to his feet, stalking the fiend. Spear. A third spear. Goldberg is in hot mode. Played a bit ironically, that. We'll explain. I'm sorry to have to remind you of Super Showdown again. There's a reason for it. There's a reason for it. That was, of course, a clip of Goldberg versus The Fiend, the night that Goldberg became the WWE Universal Champion, something he is not anymore, which we'll get into in a short while as well. Uh, Some light has been shed on this particular match that... uh, It's quite concerning for fans of The Fiend and Bray Wyatt and may change some opinions on one William Goldberg, we will will find out. Uh, According to a source that was speaking to WrestleZone, that's where this comes from, the original plan uh, for the Bray Wyatt versus Goldberg match wasn't essentially what we saw play out. The original plan wasn't for maybe Goldberg to run through the fiend the way he did uh, we understand from the source at WrestleZone uh, Goldberg winning the Universal title was a last minute decision uh, this is because of Goldberg as WrestleZone sources have reported Goldberg claimed that he didn't want to risk damaging his image in losing to the fiend Goldberg had pushed to have some creative control uh, within his current WWE contract that meant that if there was things that he didn't like or things that he didn't feel like fitted his character, he could put the kibosh on them, akin to what Hulk Hogan and co. did in WCW in the 90s. I'm sure there's wrestlers now with similar deals. I don't want to just single out Goldberg for this. Um, Goldberg has said that he pushed to win the title in this match because The Fiend was a monster. And younger fans needed to see the hero Goldberg coming out victorious. Otherwise, it would cause irreparable damage to his character. Uh, Goldberg previously has spoken in interviews and talked about how he is perceived as a superhero. And to an extent, that is true. Like, he is... And he was always booked as one as well. Like, Paul Heyman bringing in Goldberg initially was to be that sort of rare Bruno Sammartino-esque legend 
that can come in, raise havoc and leave. If there's somebody that is uh, doing ill will in the WWE or they need to write a character off, you can bring in Goldberg to come and sort all that nonsense out. So that was kind of his role. He was kind of set up as a hero uh, to come to the rescue uh, when people are being extra bad. And he has said, Goldberg has said that uh, in the past, kids believe him to be a superhero. And he felt that not only would losing to The Fiend damage that reputation of being a superhero, but it would also damage his mystique of being this heroic monster killer, essentially. Um, Bray agreed, obviously, last minute, to, to put Goldberg over, and they structured a match that kind of cushioned the blow somewhat for The Fiend. But actually, weirdly, through all of this, the big winner backstage was Bray Wyatt because he was so graceful in what really was a bit of a nonsense decision to have Goldberg beat Bray Wyatt for the Universal Championship. Uh, that is in the eyes of many wrestling fans, obviously. Uh, so that is what the WrestleZone uh, sources are reporting this morning, that it was actually Goldberg's decision to beat Bray Wyatt. And... If that is the case, that sucks. I mean, that's that gives that gives us all reason to to be upset with the treatment of the fiend Bray Wyatt. And I think watching the way that WrestleMania panned out, it just makes it's it's sad because the fiend was on such a roll, and this felt like it was the role was halted for no real good reason. We could talk forever about how the fiend has been booked over the last 12 months. We, we absolutely can. But coming up to the year anniversary, if not, we're not there already, the one-year anniversary of the debut of this new Bray Wyatt persona. And we could talk all, all day long about how he's been set up. And there is the argument in this discussion that he shouldn't have won the Universal title at all. By putting him in that feature position, you are setting him up for a fall, essentially. So that is uh, a discussion from another time, surely, and also a discussion we've had many times over. But uh, on this particular night at Super Showdown, it was Goldberg who pushed to take the belt off of The Fiend. Uh, it set up the situation for WrestleMania where we could see Goldberg versus Roman. Uh, that didn't quite pan out, but um, this happened instead. Goldberg senses right now the beginning of the end, which is hard to believe you're even considering after four spears. And now looking for the jackhammer, but Braun Strowman counters into a power slam. And the power of Strowman again into another power slam. Just bomb after bomb after bomb. Goldberg was going for the jackhammer to put Strowman away. But now for a third time, Strowman with a power slam to Goldberg, manhandling the Universal Champion. Like Hagler yeah, Hearns, but on a heavyweight level. These guys are just hitting each other with everything they have. Goldberg seems to be out of it. Braun Strowman now with Goldberg on his shoulder. Emphatic running power slam. Here's the cover. Hook of the leg. And after Got four, it. after four power slams, Strowman wins the title. Here is your winner and the new Universal Champion, Braun Strowman. For the first time in his WWE career, Braun Strowman is the Universal Champion. Dominating Goldberg here tonight. Let's see that a hero can save us. I'm not gonna stop.
So the reason that Braun Strowman became WWE champion, uh, WrestleTalk have shed a little light on this. Uh, they're reporting that uh, that was Goldberg's final appearance in the WWE for the foreseeable future. Uh, he had to drop the belt at WrestleMania. The plan was, obviously, that he was going to face Roman Reigns and drop the belt there and drop the belt to Reigns. Then Roman Reigns couldn't make WrestleMania, so instead they had to find a substitute. And initially, the early plan was for Goldberg to retain the title, uh, hold the belt all the way to SummerSlam, I know, but and then and then finally have the match with Roman Reigns and have Roman Reigns win the Universal title then. However, uh, Goldberg uh, looks like he doesn't want to add any more appearances to his current WWE contract. And uh, as a result of that, the belt had to come off him. So they had to make a, a, a decision on what they were going to do. Enter Braun Strowman, who we all thought would just be fed to Goldberg as well. Like, I think if you look at the the, uh, the reactions from us at Coltaholic, which will be online for, for night one right now, you can see pretty much all of us. I can't remember if maybe Adam voted the other way, but pretty much all of us thought, well, this is just Goldberg running through somebody. But that was never going to be the case. And so Braun Strowman is the universal champion as of now. Um, however, it looks as if like Goldberg is gone for the time being, but these things always change. Uh, we don't know whether the the situation with Bray Wyatt, if this is as true as it turns out to be, uh, is going to really, is going to affect him long term. I guess we'll just have to wait and see, won't we? Oh, now Charlotte Flair, look at her. She's sitting back. She's trying to branch into the figure eight. And this just got even worse for Rhea Ripley. This is exactly where Charlotte Flair wants to be. The figure eight sits in, and Rhea Ripley, no choice. Rhea Ripley has tapped. The Queen is NXT Women's Champion again. Here's your winner. And the new NXT Women's Champion, Charlotte The Queen has added another accomplishment to her WrestleMania resume. The Queen is now NXT Women's Champion. So that was the moment Rhea Ripley lost the NXT Women's Championship at WrestleMania 36. We've talked about uh, Charlotte and Rhea Ripley's plans going forward in a Cultaholic News video. And it looks as if that may possibly be on hold, as there are some sources reporting this morning that Rhea Ripley will be off TV for a little while from here on out. Uh, there is discussion that Rhea Ripley uh, will be returning to Australia this week because her visa is expiring. This comes from PW Insider. Uh, however, certain sources report that she is still in Florida, in, in Florida at the moment, so she could very well be uh, on future NXT TV shows. Uh, so she's not planning to fly back immediately, apparently. There are flights, uh, as reported by um, Aiden from Cultaholic, uh, there are flights from Miami to Sydney every day for the next couple of weeks. So there is a strong chance that Rhea Ripley will have to return to Sydney, uh, which may put things... Well, I say it would put things on hold, but the, the plans going forward for TV tapings may mean that there's no real break in Rhea Ripley's time away if she is still in Florida. Uh, there's no word yet 
on if Ripley returning to Australia for a visa has anything to do with her dropping the title to Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania. Uh, there is also no word on when Ripley might be back uh, as quite a few people are having difficulty getting in and out of Australia as a result of uh, the current pandemic, if she's there at all. Uh, we're keeping an eye on this one throughout today because I feel like something may uh, come to light over the next 12 hours. And obviously when we know more, we will let you know more about it at cultaholic.com. But the decision for Charlotte to win the title overall uh, is, is believed to be a long-term plan for NXT. They are keen to win Wednesday nights, reports Dave Meltzer in the Wrestling Observer. And a big part of that is putting a big name like Charlotte Flair on Wednesday nights on the regular. So having her at the top of the NXT women's division tree and getting other wrestlers to work with her uh, is something to hopefully put more eyes onto the NXT product going forward. So that is the plan. And with Rhea Ripley chasing as well, like I've had time to process this. I was upset when Ripley lost, but there is more fun to be had in Ripley chasing Charlotte Flair for the NXT Women's Championship. Something that I hope we see over the next couple of months in some way, shape or form. Speaking of NXT and WWE TV in general, they will resume taping at the Performance Center this week. There was talk that they would take some live programming uh, for Raw and SmackDown and NXT over the next few weeks from the Performance Center, but that is not the case. Uh, we understand that they are going back to the Performance Center to tape a whole block of programming Raw, SmackDown and NXT uh, from this Friday onwards. This comes from Fightful Select and it's also been confirmed by Dave Meltzer as well. Uh, there was some issues about whether or not they would even get back into the Performance Center this month as Florida is now in shutdown. However, there is a lot of vagueness and this is the case most places actually. There's a lot of vagueness as to what classes as essential businesses remaining open. So obviously, you know, hospitals, pharmacies, supermarkets, essential businesses. WWE can argue that as an entertainment product uh, that is uh, continuing to entertain and, and support uh, sports fans in this weird time, they could claim themselves to be an essential business, which is why they are going back to the performance center. So they'll be there from Friday, presumably for a week, and getting as much in the can as they possibly can do, because, again, we don't know how this lockdown situation continues to change. There is always talk of different states and different countries changing the, the status of lockdown. And if WWE were uh, to do it, for if they were to, to just chance it and do live shows every week and then all of a sudden Florida go actually you're not an essential business then they're stuck so the plan is from Friday to just record uh, a bulk load of stuff to keep them ticking over uh, these have been really long days uh, for WWE performers and staff Bruce Pritchard on something to wrestle uh, was chatting on Saturday and he was saying that there were days where he would be getting into uh, the office or getting to the performance center at nine in the morning and he wouldn't get home till six o'clock at night so they were long days putting these big blocks of tapings together and uh, there could be more long days to come but it would mean that wwe wouldn't miss a beat despite everything going on and we would have a uh, new raw smackdown and nxt shows every single week 
They are taking precautions, however, during the pandemic to make sure their roster remains safe. The current plan, according to PW Insider, is that they are changing the ropes, the turnbuckles, the aprons, and the canvases after every single match uh, and sanitizing the performance center every single day and as they work. So they're going above and beyond to make sure that everything remains clean and everything is fresh. Uh, This is going to add to the turnaround time for stuff, but it's going to mean that everybody feels a bit more reassured and everything is a little bit safer for the performers there. As for other wrestling companies around the world, we know AEW has pretty much everything up until Double or Nothing recorded now. They've got weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks of tapings uh, after they just did like a bulk set of tapings at the location in Georgia. So that takes them up to Double or Nothing. So we'll hear bits and pieces from their shows as we go along. We know that Brody Lee is wrestling tonight on AEW Dynamite. We know that Impact Wrestling are now jumping on the MT Arena bandwagon. Tommy Dreamer was chatting to Busted Open Radio, and he revealed that Impact is taping two months' worth of TV in an empty arena in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, This was corroborated by Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer as well. That is a a whole bunch of tapings that they're getting in the can as well. Uh, A few other companies are looking to do something similar as well. Uh, Major League Wrestling, however, uh, seems to be the only company that is still living off tapings at the moment. Um, They've got a, a whole extra day's worth of tapings that they did, I believe, in Tijuana, Mexico of MLW and they haven't started airing those yet so that could see them through for another five or six weeks if you are missing fresh wrestling with a live crowd watch MLW Major League Wrestling uh, there's lo- you can watch them on Fight and loads of other places uh, and it's a really fun product as well we don't talk about it enough and it's criminal that we don't but they are still putting out fresh content with a live crowd <laughs> so if you missed that you can watch that Some good news regarding ratings for Monday Night Raw. It was a bad one the night before WrestleMania, or the show before WrestleMania, rather. Uh, We're back on the right track this week as Raw pulled in 2.1 million viewers, up 19% from last week. Even with people stuck at home, people just aren't watching Raw at the moment as much as they used to. I mean, obviously... There's multiple reasons for this. It's the, the the there is something a little bit unnerving about watching these raw episodes in front of nobody. Like even like there's moments when we watch WrestleMania where it kind of it's a bit jarring. So I get that some people might not want to watch it and they might just want to watch old stuff for the time being, which I would totally understand. It's still like a bit jarring to be honest. But also it could just be the case of like people wanted just to watch other things. Like, everyone's at home now. They might not want to watch Raw every single Monday now. They've got, like, we we have so much other stuff going on. Like, and not just on TV, but on online. And there's so many other options now for stuff to people watch and consume and things to do. So they're up against a lot more than they normally would be for people that are trapped at home. But even so, it's a it's a number that's gone back in the right direction this week. Uh, but the, the, the third hour... Uh, was uh, a bit of a drop down to 1.9. So people, despite the the tease of uh, the the shocking moment that happened after WrestleMania, they uh, they, they didn't quite keep the, the retention there. But it's up from last week, so we may see an upswing. We'll keep an eye on it. Rey Mysterio was chatting to a news channel in Mexico about why he missed WrestleMania, and it turns out that he arrived at the performance center under the weather. 
and obviously with everything going on at the moment there was there was health checks before everybody went into the performance center to tape and the doctors decreed that Rey Mysterio should probably go home now he's had no other COVID-19 symptoms and he seems in good health as he says today but it's better safe than sorry so he wasn't allowed in the performance center hence why he missed out on WrestleMania. The plan was going to be to see Andrade versus Rey Mysterio for the United States Championship, and that wouldn't have ended up happening anyway, since Andrade ended up getting injured uh, on the taping, so he missed WrestleMania as well. Uh, but Rey Mysterio, we don't know when we'll see him back on TV at the moment because um, there's no plans going forward to bring him back on, and they're about to start taping again next week. I mean, if he's feeling well, they could put him on TV uh, during the tapings next week quite possibly, or it may be just a case that uh, he stays home because he's currently in San Diego and he does say that his symptoms may have been caused uh, due to fatigue from travelling from San Diego to Orlando. So there's a good chance they might just say, just stay home, we'll call you when it's all blown over. How much did we love seeing the American badass Undertaker at WrestleMania 36? Biker Taker in good form during the Boneyard match. Uh, WrestleVotes put out this tweet regarding the status of the Undertaker. All indications from three different sources I've spoke to believe that whenever we see the Undertaker next, it will be indeed this new American badass style taker from the Boneyard match this past Saturday. We were always hopeful that before Undertaker hung it up, we would see the return of Biker Taker and we're getting our wishes I'm over the moon if you're looking for a book to read whilst in isolation ECW Press have announced the publication of a definitive biography of Andre the Giant it comes out on the 14th of April 2020 and is described as exhaustive it is everything you ever knew about Andre the Giant and loads of stuff that you never knew. Uh, they go into great detail uh, about his uh, suffering of acrimalagi. That's a good effort, Tom. Well done. Uh, it's the disorder that basically turned him into a giant. It's gigantism of a sort. Uh, there's lots of talk about behind the scenes uh, experiences from Andre's role in The Princess Bride, uh, interviews with Andre's family and his friends. We find out so much more about Andre the Giant from this book than I think we've ever known. And it's out next week. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Every single time I've been knocked down and I had to fight back up. In my professional life, in my personal life, I have never surrendered. I fought all the way from not 
the start from 10 feet under, dug my way up and crawled to the main event of WrestleMania. And every time he hit an F5, I stopped getting hurt. I started getting angry. No surrender. Thinking about climbing to the top of that mountain inch by inch. And I don't give a damn there was Brock Lesnar on the top. I was going to claim on him as many times as it took. And as of about 22, 23 minutes ago, Drew McIntyre is the new WWE champion. Drew McIntyre becoming the captain at WrestleMania 36. It was quite the moment. But in that moment, Drew McIntyre broke a golden rule of WWE. Uh, He revealed this to Sports Illustrated and said the following. One of our rules in WWE is that you don't look down the camera and break the fourth wall like you wouldn't do in a movie, but I couldn't help myself. In that moment, I just wanted to thank everybody for supporting me, for supporting WWE during this time, and for choosing WWE to take your mind off these difficult times. I wanted to let everyone know how I felt, and I'm so glad that we kept that in the show. I wasn't sure if it would be edited because I really, really meant it. That was a really lovely moment, though, when Drew reached towards the camera and said, that's all for you. It was lovely. I, I, I felt it right in my soul, right in my soul. Drew McIntyre uh, as WWE champion. Now he's got the plates. Now there's pictures doing the rounds of him and the belt. Oh, the belt suits him. Oh, it suits him. Mon Drew. That'll do it for your Cultaholic Wrestling News for Wednesday. Later on today on the podcast feed, a brand new episode of Desert Island Graps. I'm in conversation with the former NWA television champion, Ricky Starks. Question, would Ricky Starks scold the dog in Red Dead Redemption 2? I guarantee you'll find that out and much more a bit later on on the Cultaholic podcast feed and on the Cultaholic YouTube channel later on today. Uh, a brand new episode of Retrograded. Since we're talking about WrestleManias, why don't we go back to one of the most iconic WrestleManias of the modern era, WrestleMania 17? And does it stand up all these years on? Of course, there's matches on there that are just phenomenal, but how does the whole card shake down? You and I are going to have a chat about it on the Cultaholic YouTube channel a bit later on. Plus, if you haven't seen it already, reactions from night one of WrestleMania 36 are online right now on our YouTube channel and reactions for night two will be along a little bit later on. I want to send massive love uh, to Sam Driver and Owen Mawson, our editors at Cultaholic, who spent far too many hours putting the edit together because we're all self-isolating, so it's just... We just sent them videos of us reacting to WrestleMania and said, do something with that. And uh, genuinely, absolute grafters, Sam and Owen, massive love. I I don't know whether you listen this deep into the podcast, but massive love to you guys. Uh, You can watch the whole thing, uh, night one right now, night two later today. I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. Love you, bye. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from.